This is a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Tuesday Takeover with Paul Mellor from FUBAR Radio. Fuck, hello. How's it going? <laughs> How did we end up here? <laughs> uh, well, I got a glass of red, oh, so right. that's, that's cool. Um, I'm Paul Mellor. Uh, we're on the radio. <laughs> I don't really know what to say. Uh, yeah, you do. So this is the Troublemakers show. I've got my sidekick... Sam Candy with me. <laughs> troublemaker. Troublemaker. Original troublemaker. Uh, original, yeah. Um, so, the troublemakers. Why, why have we got a troublemakers show? We need, we need more rock the boaters. We need more noise cutters. Less wallflowers, less fence sitters. More soapboxers, more deep end divers. <laughs> less play it safers. Less yes sir, three bags full sir. More sticking out the necks, more trusters of the guts. Less brown noses, less devil advocators. That is the we, the royal we, are drowning. <laughs> drowning in a royal, royal? <laughs> a royal, <laughs> uh, in a sea of sameness. In a world where conformity is celebrated. A world where getting more boring, the world is getting more boring. And more serious by the day. A world that's often dull as shit. <laughs> a world where people don't risk anything. Where fear rules the hearts. So what are we? We are, we are here to celebrate troublemaking. We're here to celebrate mischief makers, rabble rousers, noise makers. Go against the grainers. <laughs> Getting under the hood of creativity and mischief, mischief makers. Silly light entertainment. I've got my sidekick, Sam Candy. Say hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, I'm Paul. Trouble. I'm here to cause trouble. So... Who the fuck am I? I'm Paul Meller. I run an agency, an ad agency called Meller and Smith. I started a talk show, not on the radio, <laughs> an event series called Take Fucking Risks. And that got me here because I got off the stage and then Fubar said, how about it? So that's why we're here. And then Sam, who are you? Sam, who are you? I am, um, I am Sam Candy. I think <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. I am Sam Candy. Um, I have a normal job, but I don't really talk about that at the moment uh, here. And um, She's skiving. I, yeah. No, don't say that. <laughs> and I also um, am a founder of uh, an organisation that supports parity in the travel industry. Um, <laughs> I work in technology. Uh, but don't know anything about technology. Um, I'm Trouble. Uh, people always, every time someone meets me, they always go, oh, hello, Trouble. Yeah. And I'm like, why? I don't have that look on my face until someone's spoken to me for about 10 minutes. It's like written happened. on your forehead. Yeah, I think that <laughs> happened when I met you. You're yeah. like, I was like, oh, here comes Trouble. And he was like, oh, here comes Trouble. But yeah. that was funny. <laughs> yeah. So for anybody that doesn't know, so come on, tell me two things about you, two, three things about your trouble. Come on, your trouble, your troublemaking past. Okay. Your history. My history. So I don't even know how many people that I know really well that are probably listening. There's only three um, people know listening. This about this, uh, yeah. me. But when I was, well, when I was 15 years old, I got asked to leave school because um, uh, they just were like, you look, you're wasting our time and we're wasting 
yours and I was like okay see you. I'm off to find a job which I just thought was brilliant and earn some money and then um, when I was about 17 I um, I went to uh, I worked at I had this really really cool uh, job a company back then that was called Tellyrate but now I think it's like Dow Jones so really really serious job in the accounts department and I went on holiday with all the blokes that I um, worked with and I never came home and I was just like hang on a second I just don't want to I'm 17 years old and I just wanted to have a crazy crazy laugh and then at the end of the summer I had to come home because Greece shuts at the end of the summer and my dad said what do you want to do now and I was like uh, I just don't want to be here and he gave me 50 quid and booked me a flight to Tenerife and I stayed there for four years yeah. and didn't even go home no yeah. Literally. Well, no, I went home after Greece and then I was like, right, I need to go somewhere. I think I was home for about a week, um, causing trouble. And then uh, both my mum and dad were like, you need to get the hell out of here now. And then, uh, yeah, I went abroad and caused a lot of trouble. But I don't remember any of it because yeah. I was drunk the whole time. It, yeah. Well, no, because we were talking about this in the pub just now. We've, we've come from the pub. <laughs> well, Which I we spend most of our time. Yeah, we had, I had three gorgeous pints of Guinness. Uh, oh. It was lovely. Uh, nice, to, you know, it just settles, just settles in. You know, yeah. it's good for the coronavirus as well. Cause <laughs> Apparently, because if, if you drink Guinness, then you can't catch coronavirus. I think we should see how many times we say the word coronavirus. That was <laughs> yeah. eight, yeah. seven, six. I don't um, count. So, what we're going to do? You can text in. Can you text in? Can they text in? No, no, they can email in. Huh. You, the three people that are listening, they can, they can email in. Takeover at foobarradio.com. That's FUBAR. <laughs> Takeover at FUBARradio.com. I'm, I'm expecting an avalanche of, of emails, people emailing in. Um, and then what can they do? They can So all of the socials, so if you want to tweet us, Instagram us, Facebook us, uh, does people, do people do that now? Uh, at FUBARradio. Um, and they, where can they find... Sam, go on. This is your moment to like add two or three people to what? your Instagram list. Who have you got? So what's, your, what's your handle on Instagram? Oh, at Sam Candy. Yeah, there what we else? go. With yeah, the name like that? Else? What else would you yeah, call yeah. Bland as Sam Candy. Yeah, the name like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you're going to change my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it, yeah. Um, the Paul fabulous Miller. Sam Candy. Uh, and mine is at Paul, uh, no, at Mr. Paul Meller. Exactly. Yeah, because I should be referred to by my title. Because uh, that's Sir. Like, <laughs> Sir, yeah, Lord. <laughs> I have to say, though, I have actually chosen a banging bottle of red for our, uh, for our red in, in, the, uh, in the radio. And then I told him that I would drink a two ninety nine. Yeah, no, this is proper. This is Santa Million. <laughs> this is proper. Um, it's some, it's decent, decent gear. As long as it tastes right. Yeah, because well, uh, I live in France now, um, and so that means that I'm cultured. Yeah. So what's your like <laughs> trouble thing? That you... um, no. So I I spend I split my time between London and France. So I live in Annecy in France in the Alps, and that means I drink wine. Uh, all day, every day. All day, <laughs> yeah. Um, and ski, that is it. And then bla- basically blag a living. Uh, but it, what it means is I can talk about wine uh, by you know, and, and only sound like a dick most of the time because it's almost impossible to talk about wine without sounding like a dick. Okay, so what's the biggest thing that you know about wine? <laughs> what's the biggest thing I know about wine? What's the biggest dick you know in wine? Um, what's the best thing? What's the biggest thing I know about wine? Um, Nothing exactly. No, no, not a great deal. No, like I mean, it gets you drunk. Yeah, like this has got some lovely, um, great some a- like so, no, some apricots on the nose and some blueberries. What's really? that? Raspberries, you know, a bit of black currant. It's nice, oh, isn't it? I'd, I'd 
don't really tell. I think after you've had like three, you can't really tell the taste of it. That's true. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. So Bit of light fluid. Waste. So those people that buy like sixty thousand pound bottles of wine, yeah. are like you what? dick. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Especially like once you pour, poured the first glass. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Waste of money. There Might as well pour it down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well pour it down the toilet. Yeah. What's the most expensive bottle of wine you've ever bought? Oh fuck. Or champagne. Or champagne. Uh, I. Uh, I don't know, a few hundred quid. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know, like five, maybe, I reckon I probably bought like a five, maybe a five, four or five hundred quid bottle of champagne, maybe before. When you try to impress clients, it's always because I do a lot of client entertainment. I want to be a client. <laughs> Actually, I uh, But it so tastes like, like I know, like a, a 50 quid bottle of wine tastes the same as a 500 quid bottle of wine, I think. Like oh. once you get to pretty good, like the difference is... Yeah. Is, is almost nothing. I always like go to the shelf and get the cheapest bottle because I know that that's going to be the best one. Because <laughs> the cheaper it is, Wait, is it ne- is it next to the lighter fluid? In no, the, in it's in next the... to the counter, the one that's on offer. <laughs> it's on offer, yeah. Five ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. it's good, though, isn't it? So you drink wine. What else are you doing? What else do I do in France? Lake Annecy. Lake Annecy. Lake Annecy. It's all right. Annecy's all right. Yeah. Um, what do I do there? Uh, shout at my kids because <laughs> uh, they drive me up the wall. Um, Spay, really. I think everyone's definitely kids. That's yeah. why I didn't have kids. Uh, yeah. Uh, ski. Oh, uh, jealous. Yeah, spay. It's pretty good. It's but, nice you know. life. And then you come back to London and pretend to do some work. Yeah, <laughs> for two days a week. Yeah, yeah. I know. I it's like, nice. I but said, then I come on a, I come on a Monday. Monday. I mean, Monday, Tuesday. Monday, because that's... If you go to the pub on a Monday, it's professional drinkers, isn't it? It's people that are there that are doing it professionally. Do you think you're an alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Friday, it's just amateurs, people that do it once a week. You know, they're, they're, they're not professionals. Uh, I, um, yeah, no, I'm trying to not drink from Monday to Thursday. Uh, what? what day is it? <laughs> what day is it, yeah. No, you ruined I, that. Yeah, no, yeah, sorry. Um, the, uh, so my New Year's resolution was to not, uh, not to have any daytime drinking. I thought that was probably a good a good start. And doesn't four o'clock Anyway, why don't we stop talking about drinking? We were never going to talk about drinking. Okay. Uh, we were going to. Who's on the show? <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. We got like we got guests and everything. Oh, um, professional. So we have got four guests. Four. Um, and actually, one of them sat just just this, uh, left of me right now, really quietly. Uh, laughing at us. Yeah, laughing at us, talking shit to each other. Um, so we've got four guests. So uh, shortly, um, I mean, what time are we on now? Like, yeah, in a, in a few short. minutes, no doubt. <laughs> um, we've got uh, Natalie Musif- Musafia. Musafia. I never know. That's Nabe. a proper name, isn't it? That's a, that's a mouthful. Anyway, Natalie is a health and wellness coach who specializes in getting her clients to take risks. She's a life coach. She's fucking slap you in the face, make your life better, <laughs> fucking do something with your life kind of person. She she's amazing. I mean, she I met her amazing. just uh, recently and she's... She's a hugger. She, yeah, she, and she's a hugger, yeah. So sorry, yeah. you coronavirus. Like, coronavirus, whatever, people. it doesn't matter. She's a hugger. If you yeah. see her, like, <laughs> yeah. she's going to hug you. Uh, so we've got Natalie on and then we've got um, Mark Denton on, who is the author of Unleash the Power of Purility the creative director of COY Communications, an absolute fucking badass in the advertising industry. I've been uh, lucky enough to hear him speak a couple of times. Um, and we, we work in the same, the same industry, do a very similar job, um, although he does it much better than me. Uh, he's written and art directed and produced some of the most famous ads that have run in the UK over like. the last sort of 30 years. 
Uh, fuck. Oh, and he did loads of. Um, I don't want to like, steal his thunder. Oh, no. oh, he right, did loads on. of the Nike ads. Like, so he did loads of Nike ads. He's cool then. So he did really the. Cool. Um, uh, you all remember it. He did the Mi- Michael Jordan uh, uh, for Nike, where he was doing a slam dunk, and it was <gasps> Michael Jordan uh, one, uh, Isaac Newton zero. You oh, know, cool. and it was like the. You know, that was like fuck. That's like, like really it was cool. everywhere. Okay. It was everywhere. So he's cool. Um, and then we've got Dan Kelzel. Uh, again, a friend. Just I, I see. I appear to have just invited my friends on the show. A <laughs> um, uh, good friend of mine. Uh, he is the offender. Uh, sorry, the founder of Offended Marketing, and he's the author of the best-selling book, "Fucking Good Content." Essentially, Dan writes the shit out of LinkedIn, um, and has thousands and thousands of people that hang on his every word. Um, and uh, yeah, we did actually manage to <laughs> the 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 graphics that we we produced for the show uh, misspelled his surname. So, you know, oh. he, was, he took it gracefully, uh, you know, and, and didn't make a big deal out of it. But, you yeah, know, he's a good lad. We'll ask him about that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he, I don't think he took it gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, then, and then at the very end of the show, we've got a, a, another friend of mine, Cindy Gallup. Um, so Cindy is an absolute fucking whirlwind. She is the Michael Bay of business. She ran uh, a couple of advertising agencies. And then when she left there... No, this was maybe like 10 years ago. Uh, she set up uh, a business called If We Ran the World, which is a, um, a business uh, or a, a platform to showcase equality within the workplace oh, and cool. uh, essentially like getting uh, more women into leadership positions. Fucking, yeah. Um, and then she set up Make Love Not Porn, uh, which I think is makelovenotporn.com. Maybe it's .tv, actually .tv, I think. Um, and that is obviously places like Pornhub is... Uh, <laughs> Not cool. Uh, it's where it's sort of um, oh shit! It says that um, <laughs> it says people have been emailing already. Oh. Uh, I've just been told. Anyway, let's finish what uh, what Cindy's about. Uh, so she started uh, Make Love Not Porn, which is a website to show um, uh, people like real people having sex, um, and rather than sort of porn. You know, people having sex. Uh, and she's fucking brilliant. And she's spoken at one of my events uh, before. And she's like, she's a whirlwind. She's amazing. Um, cool. Looking forward. Shall I read you the um, emails that emails, have come in? <laughs> emails that have come in. Hi, Paul. Yeah. Can you please tell me what you prefer? English banter at the pub or French wine and cheese? <laughs> just don't That's forget that we've been at the so pub. So I, um, I had lunch with Tori, uh, I don't know, like two weeks ago. She's also a fellow Brit that lives in... Uh, um, in Annecy, where the fuck do I live? Aww. Annecy, yeah. Um, I didn't know she We're would be listening. We're international. We're global. <laughs> international. Hey, what do I prefer? <laughs> English banner in a pub or French wine and cheese? Banner always uh, in the pub. In the pub. I mean, come on. There's nothing better than Are an English. Are there pubs in France in Annecy? Uh, like only, pubs. only like Irish or wine like, bars. Like, yeah, no, no. There's like you know, like the classic Irish pub. What a pretend ones? Yeah, it's yeah. not the same. Do they sell the Guinness. Same. I should hope so. I don't think I've ever been in. Uh, no, English oh. pub, always. Uh, but then French wine and cheese, it's not bad, is it? Okay, yeah. next one. What's, what's the other one? You, you Paul, just... I've seen your skiing and it would look a lot better if everyone else was drinking wine. <laughs> Angus. Fuck off, Angus. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I take it you're a shit skier then. Whoa. Do you ever that's ski? Like, that's a massive slant. Aren't like... you like more, um, what is it called? After skiing, après ski. Après ski. <laughs> More après ski than ski. I do, I do love a bit of après ski. Um, Can you believe that they named a yogurt after like a after drinking ski situation? That doesn't make sense. Did they? Après.
Apreski, don't you remember? Is that a yogurt? <laughs> Isn't it that little Apreski yogurt I'd, thing? No, I, I, I think there was a yogurt there. called Ski, wasn't there? But I don't think it was called Apreski. <laughs> I thought it was called Apreski. <laughs> On that bombshell, <laughs> yeah. maybe we should play a song. Hey, <laughs> hey who have we got? Who, who the fuck? Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> I'm on fire. What number is he? Number two. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> number two. <laughs> the boss. Fuck, that's a bit shorter than I thought it was. <laughs> I didn't even have a wee. Yeah, I, was, I didn't go for a wee. I was promised a wee within 20 minutes of the start. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Um, anyway, Sam, who've we got? Who's our first guest? Come on, oh, tell me. Right. Tell me. So, this person changed my life. Who is sitting right next to me? Um, Natalie Musafia, Namu, Nat, um, Hugger. Um, just absolutely amazing. For me, I was looking for someone to change my life and she did she is I see her as a happiness coach but she's gonna tell you her story because it's a bloody bloody great story and um she she can change everyone's life I believe um bit out of the box and definitely definitely a troublemaker Nat tell everyone your story oh hello Paul hello my story right so I conformed until I was 40 Right, you know, did everything, got married, went to university, got a good job, earned loads of money, got married, had three kids, and then <laughs> at 40 I was like, sugar, so I don't swear by the way, <laughs> so it'll be sugar, um, I'm in the wrong life, yeah, this isn't my life, I wasn't meant to do this, and um, yeah, I ended up having an affair, which was morally wrong, but I felt like I needed to do something morally wrong, because I was so perfect, <laughs> so I did that and then I thought oh, I need to get divorced I did not to be with the person I was with, just because I realised I, I needed to be free um, so I got divorced my, hus- my husband was not happy and wanted me to die really and uh, <laughs> proceeded to do everything he could to make me want to die <laughs> including getting me arrested so like, I went from a mum of three you know, doing the school run with a little buggy to being in Harlow Please sell for nine hours. <laughs> yeah. Just because I wanted to change, I come out of my story. Like you're not allowed to do that. Everyone was trying to keep me married and put like the crabs in the bucket. They're pulling it down. Going, no, that's what happens when you're married. You just have a separate life. Don't worry about it. I was thinking, no, no, something. My gut's telling me I've got to get out. Lad. And um, yeah, so I, I pushed. For, I went back at one point during the divorce because it was so horrible. I was like, no, I'll just be a mum. I said to him, you can do what you want, I'm just going to be a mum. And then I got brave, I got brave, yeah. Hit the bottom, hit the rock bottom, and then thought, sugar, no one's coming to save me, I was waiting for someone to come and save me, and they no, don't, no one comes. <laughs> so I said, like, right, I've got to save myself, get up, anything he does, just hop over it. I could understand why I don't, this is the thing, I, I don't, there's no hate, there's no, I understand his point of view, I understand I love everyone. I do not think anyone's bad. What they do or revenge, they can do what they want, but it doesn't help. Um, so, yeah, hit rock bottom, come out, love everyone, hug everyone, jump over obstacles. And, yeah, he did, in the court, I went on my own representing myself a lot. He come with, you know, solicitor, barrister, whatever, fighting. 
I was like, no, you can have the kids half the time. You wanted the kids half the time. I was a full-time mum. Have them. <laughs> have them. <laughs> Bye. You, you obviously don't know what it's like. Have them. <laughs> so everything he did, and kept, he didn't want to show any earnings. I get that. Men do that. He didn't want to show his business. So he's ended up basically with everything. His big house, his business intact, which I'm happy about. And I live on a boat. I rented a big house. A very for a cool boat. I rented a big house for a few years just because I was free and I could do what I wanted. Like when I got my money from half the house sale, I said to the barrister, what, 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 what do I have to buy a house or something? And she went, you can give it all to charity. You do what you want. And I was like, whoa, I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I rented a big house for fun. Then realised I didn't need anything. I realised I didn't need the staff. I didn't need, I didn't need it. So um, as I was getting less money, I was like, right, I'll buy a boat. And people thought I was joking. I was like, no, I can live on a boat. I live in my bedroom in the big house. So I bought a boat. Um, I got a moor in. And uh, the three kids live with me half the week on the boat. Well, two do. The boy doesn't like it. Because his dad's told him it's bad, which is fine. So he, I'm, I'm proud of my boy because he's a little troublemaker. He's found <laughs> alternative accommodation. <laughs> <laughs> on my days, he'll go to two grandparents and he'll find a mate on a Saturday night. <laughs> to go and stay so he's only really, Except when he brings his mates to the boat. Oh, and the mates love it. Yeah. That's the thing. Everyone was all, oh, you can't live on a boat. Like, oh, my ex-husband said you're going to be living in squalor. Like, it's beautiful, Can I boat. just ask you something? That I know mm. everyone asks you this. Is there a toilet? There's a toilet. It's hot. It's I'm not. Hot. I'm, I'm so joking. There's a shower. Yeah, no. There's everything. Like it's a cool, yeah. cool boat. Honestly, yeah. it's just yeah. cozy. But I got rid of everything. I gave everything away. I went on free cycle. It was so nice. People coming around your house and you giving them a food mixer or a bed or, and people were going stories behind it and it was oh this is nice. Yeah. So yeah, I, I've hardly bought anything. I don't miss anything. The only thing I missed. Was a toaster. I gave that to my ex-husband for the kids. Why don't you have a toaster? It was a nice jewelit one. Then, because I, I was using the oven, I thought I used the grill. I yeah. used the grill, and then I kept burning the toast. Yeah. So I bought another toaster. That was the only thing that I've needed. I thought. I needed. <laughs> That's so it's, funny. Not, it's not bad, is it? All the things that you missed. It was a toaster. Pe- like, peanut butter on toast. Not a bath. Don't miss about. No, my friend gives me baths. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> well, your friend baths you. <laughs> People want to give. They want to give. You can come to life for a bath anytime. Yeah, have you heard the saying, needing nothing attracts everything? Oh. Yeah. This is what I have. I need nothing. So everyone's giving me stuff. And I'm like, I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people said, you can't do that. You can't live like that. Your kids can't squash on the butt. Because they can, right? An adventure, the things we've been programmed to believe that we need and that we have to do in life is a load of rubbish. Exactly. It's a load of rubbish. I'm happy. I'm one of the happiest people. Well, everyone says I've never seen it. I go in restaurants, I go, oh, it's the happy ones back. <laughs> I'm like, what? I've, I haven't been here for six months and I'm the only happy one. <laughs> oh, what is that? The car dealers I go to. Oh, it's Nat on the phone, isn't it? How do you know it's me? Because you're happy. Because you're smiling in your. I want more chat. people to be happy, more people to just get hit rock bottom. Because when I see someone at the bottom, I'm like, you're going to go up. All you're going to do is go up. Yeah. But it's getting so it's deciding to come out of the comfort zone, come out of what everyone wants you to do. But they all want to be me. They all, they, all want the joy. they all want my energy, but I don't give it out a lot. Yeah. And in that, what is the biggest um, thing that people challenge you about who you are and how you live? Um... Right, it's controversial, isn't it? Go so, for it. So, no, I believe no one belongs to anyone. So I have had relationships with people who are in relationships, but I totally respect their relationship. And they're getting something different from me. 
and I don't interfere with it. And I, I love it that they love someone else. So it's, I don't know what that's called. <laughs> but freedom. <laughs> freedom. <laughs> and people go, oh, they're using you. They're, using, they're not using me. It's a mutual exchange. If the yeah. energy's good, I, I, and I respect their partner. Even, it's their business if, they li- if they're lying or what they're doing. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of people hate it when I start talking about that. But there's so many affairs going on and things going on. <laughs> you're like, come on, just no one wants to admit it. So no. when I come out with some truth, it hurt. Like people just want to brush me away. Go, she's nuts, she's crazy. But I, I have lots of male friends. Most of my friends are male now because of the honesty thing. A lot of women have, don't want you to do well. They want to drag you where they are. They're in their safe little homes. They don't like it that I've upset everyone. Um, so men are good. But I have about 10 men that I'm friends with. And I get something different from each of them. And no, no, no man's going to say, you can't see that man. And I'm going, but he doesn't, you, he gives me something that you don't. Like that one trains handstands with me. That one trains strength with me. That one goes cinema with me. That one chats about the moon with me. Do you know what I mean? If you're getting something, like if, if your part, partner doesn't make you laugh as much as one of your girl mates, why can't you spend time with your girl mate? Mm. But yet yeah, you and are. I'm like, not physical yeah. with all these men. It's not a physical no, 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 thing. No, not with at them all. Me. no, But you are really hugely supportive of women like living their life and oh, being. Oh yeah, like, I want to. I want to break all the chains, men and women's chains. I see them. I see them walking around. When couples, a lot of couples, I just see invisible chains. Like one wants to, like in the spa. One wants to go in the sea. One wants to go in the sauna. They can't <laughs> go separate. They have to drag. One has to get dragged in by the other. And you're like, well, can't you just go on your own? In like, case sexy woman in bikini comes in and. Yeah. That being you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like a man. So the alpha ma- alpha males are scared of me. They're sc- the wealthy ones because I'm not impressed by their stuff. Yeah. And they don't, they can't understand it. Yeah. I, I'm impressed with kindness and yeah. I don't want anything from anyone. And this is people go now. I thought you wanted something. I thought you fancied me when you chatted to me, but you don't. I've known you a year now. You're just my mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's I don't want anything. No, I know. I don't want more money. I don't want a house again. I don't want. I, I teach fitness, and that's just happened organically. My ex-husband didn't like me going to the gym. You say the, to the kids, it's bad. Yeah. How can the gym be bad? Remember when you did your um, blaze and you kept going back? Um, I so failed. that is a blaze. Yeah, trainer, I teach blaze, which is which combat. Is really what hard. the hell is blaze? Combat, oh my God. Tra- like Barry's boot camp sort of thing, but David Lloyd have got their own version. Yeah, and, it um, is it's called so sorry, good. Blaze. Yeah, yeah you so literally you burn six hundred yeah. calories in a class. Yeah. Yeah, and it is... I, I what do you do? What is it like? You do a treadmill. So you do sort of three... If it's 45-minute class, three-minute treadmill. fast. Like, yeah, really, you could be really crawling like, on a dynamic mode, like, which is powering it yourself. What's, what's it? Sorry, I don't, you're literally talking stuff that I don't oh, even know. you don't know. go, Jim. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm no, a figure doesn't. of uh, You look health. all right. Like, just you about like you go, Jim. <laughs> Fuck off. I know. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I failed, I failed the course once and then I got yeah. reassessed I failed again but being me I found <laughs> it funny that. I was like yeah. the woman said right you failed okay right she went you have to do the whole course again <laughs> and I think you're meant to say don't worry it's not for me I was like I'll go and do it again so I did it again then I passed yeah. And um, but it's good so when I'm teaching the women they're going I can't do this now and I'm like look I failed if I fail you can do it look I teach it now so, yeah, things like that. Real. I'm just real. Like, if I'm rubbish at something, I'm rubbish at it. I'll admit it. And I'll, if I want to get better at it, I'll do it. Very real. Very real. 
Nothing you see here is not real. And I'll challenge people. They don't like that either. So this this happened last night in the in the sauna. There's an Indian man, really fit, with his wooden beads around him, doing yo- hot yoga on the top shelf. Of the- but he's like, <laughs> doing hot yoga. He started humping the, humping the bench, right? What? And my friend... Doing like, a press-up? No, he was doing something. What, having sex with it? It was like that, but he obviously was But my friends were trying to have a conversation in front of him, and I was waiting on and me laughing made them laugh and my friend went oh excuse Nat she just gets the giggles that thinks she can't and, and I, I ended up talking to the guy who looked in his 70s and, and someone said one of my friends said what do you do for a living and he went I'm fa- a pharmacy and I went to him hold on a minute right so you're selling drugs to people <laughs> when you're holistic like what is that and he looked at me because do you know what I mean drugs are just it's you not just helping me of something illnesses really funny, it's just masking stuff this, um, I was in a spin class the other day with um, the amazing Laura Gilbert, if you're listening, I love you dearly, and um, there was this guy, and he was in there, you know those training masks where you, like, oh, I yeah. thought he was wearing a coronavirus mask, nine times, um, but it actually, um, it was one of those masks that if you're breathing, and so while we're doing a spin class, which you can imagine is like full, full, full on, and he's breathing, he, I was like, oh, I thought it was Darth Vader. It's literally like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm breathing into this thing, really putting me off. It's hilarious. But the people that do things in the gym that are so like, you're like, a, there's a guy with a bikini on doing? the other day, David Lloyd Chigwell, <laughs> right? So I don't like bitchy men as much as bitchy women. And the men were bitching, and I was going, why are you bitching? Like, oh, he's owning it. He's in his, it was, it was his old chest <laughs> It was nuts. He was wearing a mankini. Yeah. He wouldn't have been what, doing that. Well, they had yeah. the short. It didn't have the bum. It was it was that bit where the chest at the top. Is. Oh yeah, yeah the top. He was so wearing like a vest. The bikini Man- bit. Yeah. A vest yeah. mankini. Vest mankini. Yeah. No, we had, it was cycling shorts. Oh, but you couldn't see the like Mr. Motivator used to have like <laughs> yeah, back it. in the day. Yeah, <laughs> but like a really sculpted like low one. So all my big bodybuilder mates were being bitchy, and I was like, stop being bitchy. Like he's happy. Yeah. I like I like people that own. Own the weirdness. Thing. Yeah, own, yeah, own their thing. Yeah, all the best people are crazy. Yeah. Like, people call me crazy on that and that. Someone called me that and that in the gym, and I was like, I'm taking it as a compliment. Like, yeah. Do you know they want me to get angry? Or I love when people come at you with negativity, which must happen yeah, all, all the time. The time. Yeah, yeah. And your response is, yeah. People go. Someone, a man goes, oh, you look tired today. So I danced off. Do I look tired now? <laughs> like, what is it? He wants me to go, oh, do I look tired? Why do I look tired? Like, people want you I'm to... I'm like, because I had two hours sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. No, people try and project their stuff onto, onto yeah. you or me, but I totally don't take anything personally. But that's mm. hard for people to get to, but if they hang around or see me a lot, they start doing it. You do. So I love it when I get messages going, because of you, I did this and... Oh my God, because of you. Actually, because of you, I'm doing this now. Yeah, this Food Bar Radio. Like, <laughs> so because that. of you. Three things. I thought it was because of me. Well, <laughs> it, was because of, it was because you asked, but it was because of, I wouldn't have said yes if it wasn't yeah. the life lessons that you yes. taught me. Three life yeah. lessons that Natalie taught me, um, which I do live my life by. Um, and it's so funny because she messages me all the time whenever I'm moaning about anything. And she's like, did anybody die? And I'm like, um, not yet. <laughs> Sometimes she gets a bit angry. Yeah. Most of the time, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh yes, thank you. I needed to hear that. Nobody died. I don't think, unless like sometimes 
um, reply and I'm like, yeah, actually, someone jumped in front of a train. I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> but someone actually oh, did well. die. But no, <laughs> <laughs> um, The other thing, moving on, um, the other thing that Natalie taught me is um, what's the worst that could happen? I'm like, the worst that could happen is somebody dies. And she's like, okay. And then um, the other thing is let it go, which I like sing all the time. Let it go, <laughs> let, let it, it go. You forget how many times like, I've seen like oh. my kids. All they do is watch Frozen. Oh, let but, it go. Yeah, but imagine like if you're walking around your office and someone really, really pisses you off, and then you're like <laughs> in your in like at first when I first learnt these life lessons off of that, I was like um, I was walking around the office when someone pissed me off, and I'd have to walk away going let it go, let it go, <laughs> and I was singing it in my head, but it like started coming out a bit, and eventually I was like oh my god, but the reason that I'm sharing that is because I want to know what the quotes or life advice that changed your life or that drives you today um well i just think <laughs> i live like i'm gonna die my sister goes no stop talking about stop talking about death She's, but people that are scared of death aren't living that's the truth if you're scared of dying you're like, i'm ready to go <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm ready i am ready to go like because i'm i'm doing everything i need to do like i don't wait for something and too many people are waiting for retirement for their new job for Oh, just new, for a man to come on or a woman. No, you've got you to accept everything as it is at this moment and then it just flow. Yeah. Don't want, don't need, don't try and grab stuff. So I used to do that. I used to stop boyfriends leaving me like physically. Now I'll just go, yeah, off you go. If you're happier, go. Like, I and, and, I, and people have tested, have, have gone, no, that you might, if someone leaves you, you must be upset. But um, no, I'm not. I think if someone's happier without you, let them be happy that this is the problem with most people. They're not happy. They're doing what they think they should do. Yeah. And not what they want to do. So my last question for you is um, you inspire me. You always inspire me. Since, uh, since, I, since I heard about you and heard what you were like, actually, um, my friend Nick Levy, she told me about you. And um, who, but who inspires you? Um, anyone who's being real, anyone who's being real and, and showing their craziness. No one with monetary wealth over, if they're being fake and they've got all this money, I've got no interest, but the real people, and, and the people I hang around with now are the people I wouldn't have gone near before because yeah. they looked different or they were different, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And now I, the normal people are the bad ones for me, the normal ones who look, are giving the impression they're perfect. No. So the yeah, crazy people inspire me. Like my my son said to me, he went, Mum, there's no one like you on this in this earth. He went, Phoebe, your daughter. She's yeah, like, she's you. like me. But <laughs> is that when is that went, Mum, only um Einstein and John Lennon like you. <laughs> <laughs> that I That's love. Really like that, my son doesn't think of me, but <laughs> when he said that, cool. I was like, Whoa, I like yeah. that. that really I love cool. you, son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you finally get me. Yeah. <laughs> he does really. That is not words that came out of your dad's mouth. It's <laughs> <laughs> just come from you. Yeah. No, my dad, when my ex-husband asked him out if he could marry me, my dad said, are you sure? She's hard work. 
<laughs> so oh. that, that set it all up. Nah, really. fuck off. That's not cool. Come on. Nah. <laughs> if he was right. <laughs> <laughs> she was actually right. ended up more hard working after she got divorced, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but now, yeah, now the, you don't conform. Now, I don't, now I'm me again, the five-year-old. You know, yeah. The one who, yeah. at school, they said, what's your favourite colour? And all the girls say pink, and I said orange. Yeah. Uh, that is a major moment for me, thinking back, thinking, yeah, I wasn't like everyone else. I yeah. wanted to be different, and... Yeah, little things like that are all, all come back to my yeah, yeah consciousness now, and I realise why I'm like I am. Yeah. yeah, that's good, isn't it? Isn't it? That's good. Yeah. You know, you know what we've got? What? We've got we've got a, 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 a what do they call them? An ident, and What's we an ident? like we we got one of these. What's this? Tuesday takeover with Paul Meller on Fubar Radio. It's pretty good when someone makes an ident for you, isn't it? You're such a twat. <laughs> <laughs> Where's mine? Yeah, uh, you don't have one. <laughs> oh, because I'm your co-host. No, uh, yeah, no, because I'm going to press it again. Tuesday Takeover with Paul Meller on Fubar Radio. <laughs> so what we got? We got Troublemaker versus or no troublemaker oh, yeah. or breadmaker shit totally there we go that. Nah, come on like right, us, I'm, like, I'm do... the one in, I'm the one in the zone I'm the I'm one just gonna, holding right, this shit okay, together okay, okay okay cool yeah right. obviously um, this is so a feature that we I came up with in the pub just put some <laughs> topics and I'm gonna call out a topic and then you're gonna say like the first thing that comes into your mind and what you think about that um, cool <laughs> <laughs> which is oh, gonna be hilarious um, so Coronavirus? No rubbish. <laughs> is that I meant to say one word? Anything. Can, like, a words. sentence, a phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Not in my a world. Point. That stuff is not in my world. I don't listen to news. Yeah. Watch telly. Uh, no. Sustainability. Sustainability. What's that mean? <laughs> in what concept? What concept? Concept. Saving the earth and. Oh yeah, we have got to do that. Yeah. yeah we're the, do you know what? I can just say something. We're the only species that doesn't contribute to making the earth better. There we go. We muck it um, up. <laughs> yeah. Political correctness. No. <laughs> <laughs> Online dating. No. <laughs> Why not? Because you've got to feel the energy. You cannot, like, I've never done online dating. You mean dating. you can't feel the energy, like, through the, no. a phone or an app? No, no, no. Like, what colour knickers are you wearing now? <laughs> How about this dick pic? <laughs> no. I've got loads of them. Have yeah. so you? Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Share them all with my no, mates as well. We have, like, a little um, WhatsApp group and we share the What, like mates. a leaderboard? Yeah. That is so funny. No, like a, oh, how shameful you should do. No, your video. vibe attracts your tribe. You, your energy yeah. will yeah, be yeah. felt and the people like will come close. Um, birthday cards and Christmas cards? No. No, none of those occasions. Really I have nice. to do it because of my kids. <laughs> Why? But no, because they're conforming. They're still in that. They program still, aren't they? They go to yeah. normal school. I do not homeschool my kids. I'm not. I'm not that. <laughs> yeah. I don't want them with me all the time. I love them. I love them, but you know, no, uh, no occasions, no special occasions. I love Christmas Day and any day. Like, every day is Christmas. I say all the time. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm gonna, gonna say this that one. one yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, seeing family at Christmas. No, I've done crisis at Christmas. Oh, yeah. Day. When, when my that. kids first had to leave me at Christmas um, and be with their dad, yeah. I went to crisis. And uh, that was brilliant. Just seeing people, nothing, and realise how lucky you are. Mm. That, that, changed, that changed my life, really, seeing mm. that. Good. Um, mobile phones? Oh, yeah, you need them, I'm afraid. Really? Well, no, oh, fuck, my God, come you on. Really no way. Me. Uh, we Why? Do. 
Like today, getting here and telling you I was here. and oh, you should, should have, have printed out a map. You've got an Uber. Or like got like a, an ordinary survey need your mobile map phone out. Phone <laughs> 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 or an oh, A to Z. Do you remember when you started getting an A to Z? Yeah, I love the A to Z. I used to be a rep. I used to be a rep. I do know. I used to drive all over the country. No, can I tell you, this is one of the reasons I could get divorced because you don't need anyone to read the map anymore. Yeah. This is a big... I think a lot of people must think I'm going to leave my partner because I can get everywhere I need. Google Maps. <laughs> I don't need you to be the navigator it's anymore. Remember, you always needed someone there. Yeah. And then once you got your phone, you don't need or a sat partner. Sat nav. <laughs> sat nav. It calls divorce. <laughs> yeah. Like cause of I divorce. Sat nav. I bet you a few people have done that. Gone, right, I don't need a map reader. Um, <laughs> the royal family. They're cute. Yeah. <laughs> Hope the queen, she's well cute. They're cute. I mean, she's like doing so well. She's so old. Um, <laughs> Meghan and Harry stuff, in particular. I love. They've done what I did. They've been troublemakers. True, they, they yeah. are troublemakers. Let's get them on the show. Oh my god! Yes. Quick, someone I get on the phone. Call Harry get on the phone to see. Harry I feel, and Meghan. I feel for them, but I know what it's like. Why but not on that scale. Why no, do you everyone, feel for them? Everyone giving it to them when all they're doing they're is living. Millions. It's because everyone else isn't happy. Anyone that's having yeah. a go at them. Um, million Instagram followers. Yeah, everyone having a go <laughs> at them. Is that happiness, is it? <laughs> yeah. i got a million Instagram followers, <laughs> no. so I must be happy. <laughs> no, anyone not happy for them is not happy themselves. <laughs> as well. Um, holidays with family. Yeah, I don't need a holiday now. No, I you're always I'm, on holiday. Yeah, I'm on holiday every day. Yeah, <laughs> you my whole life. You True. shouldn't have a life where you need a holiday. I'm going to yeah. ask all of our um, like guesses. Um, Okay, so this is interesting for you because you don't drink in booze. No drink. No Did you drugs. used to drink? No, no. I used to be a bomb broker in the city when I was conforming, and I used to take clients out, but I just pretended. I'd have a lemonade and they'd <gasps> think it was vodka because I had to pay for everything. Okay. Or if they had shots, I'd get a water. They'd have tequila and I'd, I they'd that. all be on the floor and I'd go home. So when I years ago when I lived in Tenerife, I um, used to drink. Um, so we'd like challenge the people that came in the bar um, to drinking competitions and we'd pour us a water and them a shot and they'd, they'd yeah, end up it. on the floor and I'd be like that, it's such a lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking Yeah, no water. drugs, no drink. It's just natural joy. Like, and I think everyone can get it if they... But, but would you fake it though? Like, so if you were like, you drink the shot of water... And then you'd be like, you'd be like, oh, that's yeah. horrible. That oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. I would yeah. literally yeah. go, Ugh, yeah. yeah, 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 totally. Um, so we kind of mentioned this before, but affairs. You got to do what makes you happy, but but the truth will always current. come out. The <laughs> truth, no will, the truth will always comes out. You just got to own it. You got to own your behaviour. Once you own it, once I said yeah, I've done this, instead of acting all scared, then no one can get to you and. Everything happens as it, has it, as it should. Everything happens as, as it, it should. should. Yeah. That is also your yeah. um, saying. So, um, and the last one is veganism. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I hear everyone at, at the gym. We have lots of discussions. The meat. Eaters. Are you vegan? No, I'm I'm pescatarian, but I do eat a bit of meat. If someone's made me dinner, I'm not going to say no. What's a pescatarian? Eat fish. You eat fish. Oh, so right. I eat not mainly meat. fish. Do you eat chicken? No. If my mum makes a dinner, I'll eat her dinner. <laughs> yeah. I won't be fussy. Like, yeah. it's not, yeah. it's not but you wouldn't go me. out and have No, I'd order fish. Oh, actually, I did have a lamb kebab a few weeks ago. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> <Sheesh> kebab. <laughs> oh, Sheesh, well, like, <laughs> extra, yeah, no. extra chilli sauce, oh, no, extra hot. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat whatever I feel like eating. I haven't got a box. I'm not in a box. But yeah. I, I admire everyone who is passionate about what they eat and I listen to their views. 
I yeah. understand everyone. So, well, you are super, super, super. Where cool. can people find you? Oh, not oh, yeah. like in a stalker way, not like your address. <laughs> yeah, I've got like, a few of them. Yeah, um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Natalie Masophia on Instagram on Facebook. I'm the only one in the world, so you can't really. Yeah, there we go. M U S A P H I A. Thank you so much for oh, coming well, on. It's been it's been amazing. Uh, I know it's been a really big thing for Sam. It's been lovely. I've really enjoyed listening to your to your, to your story. It's been really good. Thank you. Thank um, you. And what we got now? Oh fuck! We've got um, Mark. No, <laughs> no, no. We've got a song. Oh, another one. <laughs> yeah. My choice. It's one of your. It's your choice again. A oh. good one. No, this no. Oh, we're starting low oh. and we're going to get better. Uh, don't dream it's over. Crowded house. was all right, wasn't it? But it's cigarettes and alcohol by Oasis managed to squeeze that one in. You didn't really like that. You were like, when we were talking about no, the I tracks. No, I liked it now. No, you were like... I like the alcohol, not cigarettes. Anyway, I'm going to play our ride in again. Tuesday Takeover with Paul Mellor on FUBAR Radio. So, Steve Johnson has texted in and he's asked, why do fat people have to swing their arms when they're walking? I mean, it's a good question, isn't it? It's... I mean, I don't know. Maybe they have to waddle a bit more. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> that is the question. Our second guest of the day is Mark Denton. Uh, Mark is the founder and creative director of Koi Communications. It's a multidisciplinary creative agency in London. And he is the author of <laughs> Unleash the Power of Purility, which is... Uh, be a kid more, I suppose. Is yeah, that right, so, Mark? Yeah, to be puerile. That's, yeah, well, it's lovely to be here to start off with. Um, being puerile, it's like thinking like a little kid. Yeah. And I've got no choice, really. <laughs> yeah. That's how I think. <laughs> I've never grown up. And I'm, yeah, I'm getting on a bit, but uh, <laughs> I still like stupid stuff like yeah. kids do. Yeah. But uh, so, why did you write the Why did you write the book? I mean, you right, okay. Let's give it. Let's, let, before we get into that, you, uh, I mean, you're in the same gang. Uh, both run ad agencies. Um, we've both been, well, I mean, you're a little bit longer in the tooth than me, but not that only much bit. longer. Yeah, yeah, only a little bit, only <laughs> a little bit. A decade or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you've made some some massive ads, you know, ads that have like the, that have sort of stand the test of time. Yeah, and it was, it was back when advertising was popular. As yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when people no used to. Uh, yeah, anymore, yeah, yeah, yeah. When people used to th- uh, talk about the ads in between Coronation Street. You when know, you could choose whether to watch an ad. Yeah, now I get in the back of a cab. I don't tell them I'm a, I get chatting to the cab driver. I don't say I'm in advertising. I, I say I'm, I'm an estate agent just to yeah. appear more popular. <laughs> <laughs> they are not popular. Well, that was there was there was some research, don't they? Um, uh, what was it about a year ago? And they listed I don't know like twenty, thirty different uh, job uh, titles, That's job right. uh, industries, and the advertising industry came <laughs> second to bottom. Only we only beat estate agents. Yeah, undertakers are more popular. Yeah, than undertakers, yeah. politicians. More people die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like all of those people are way more popular than us. That's mad. It's, uh, I think it's. Well, it's, it's easy to work out why the the ads are not as good as they used to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you, you know, they're, they're an intrusion, aren't they? People yeah. try and get away from them now. Yeah, well, they were all, the point is that they were always an intrusion. They have always been an intrusion, but people gave them respect that they deserve because the ad industry gave everyone else the respect that they well, deserve. Well, that's it. They, they had to be good because yeah. you had to, you know, you had to 
make money. Well, you need <laughs> you need the permission to get people's attention. Yeah. So to stop and go and make a cup of tea in the in the break, in the middle of Coronation Street, you had to have a good ad, otherwise it wouldn't be seen. Yeah. Yeah, but years ago, the only time really that you ever saw advertising was in between Coronation Street. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, the other thing is that, like, the, so what you're talking about is, like, it's, it, there's ads everywhere now. You're on your phone, there's ads all the time, your social media. Yeah, but ads come at you now, you don't even know when there's an ad coming at you. Yeah. You're like, ah. Oh. Nah, it's, but I mean, there's, there's, there's. I mean, it's not. We're not. We're not here to talk about the the death of advertising <laughs> no. or like the state of it. You know, like no, and, yeah. But there's a there's a lot of things that cause the, the the I suppose the the lowering of the standard of advertising. But the reason you're here, not only because you've got your name written on your uh, your jersey, which I think is fucking brilliant. Oh. Yeah, you got Denton written on the front. Thing? Of, yeah, this old thing. Oh yeah. my god, that's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> How did you not notice that? And he's got a pound sign on. <laughs> Well, it's my favourite. It's my favourite symbol. Yeah, pounds, <laughs> give me some, give me some of them pounds. Um, no, so uh, the thing, one of the literally the first page of the book, <laughs> I'm going to hold it up, is dedicated to your wife, which I thought was brilliant, <laughs> and it's got a She's rather fetching photo um, of uh, well. You know, she's looking is, good there. Isn't she? just, yeah, yeah, that's her on a good day. Yeah, I know that's very visual, but that. Is. <laughs> so, my, how did my, you come about with that? Well, my missus edited the book. Really, <laughs> she's a good writer in her own. Yeah. In fact, I wrote it, and then I got because um, I suddenly discovered I wasn't actually very good at writing. I'm good at drawing silly pictures. Yeah. And making them real. Um, um, I got a very good writer. His name's Paul Burke. Yeah. He knocked my words into shape and put a lot of long words in between and uh, turned it into something uh, a bit more special. And my missus edited the whole book. And I thought, well, I've got to do a dedication to her. Yeah. And I just chose to um, dress her up as a, um, a very strange-looking old Essex granny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, nothing wrong with Essex. <laughs> nothing wrong with Essex at all. Yeah, yeah. I'm from Essex. Or Essex grannies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, love Essex. But, like, she, you know, she looks... She looks proper, you know. Um, Thank you. So I'll then, uh, well, yeah. proper Essex. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of these things here: don't think too hard. What, what do you mean by that? Well, I, you know, it's very easy to overthink anything. Certainly in advertising, come, you know, you can scribble a, a funny idea on a bit of paper and stare at it and talk yourself out of it. Yeah. So, um, and uh, it's funny. I'll use the word funny because I think that's what we talked about earlier ads not being quite as popular as they used to be you're not allowed to do funny anymore everyone's a little bit scared of funny humour yeah. seems to be quite a frightening entity I do a lot of talks for students and stuff and I, they come up to me at the end of the, the talk and say look you've, you've said some funny things you know what is it about humour can we use it they seem actually scared scared of saying funny things like because they're scared it. to say the wrong thing you can, it's too easy to offend people nowadays. Oh. And I think that's why so many adverts have got this worthy call strapped on yeah. that might have some sort of reason to be there, may not have had some sort of reason to be there, because everyone wants to please everyone, and as a result, they please no one. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. not entertaining, but... Uh, well, uh, why, do you, I mean, why do you think that they're avoiding it? I mean, is it... Is it just a, is it a cultural thing? Is it a generational thing? With the likes of me and you, when we were 18, 19, were we avoiding humour then? No. I mean, yeah, I mean uh, why are they doing it now? Uh, you know, because obviously the world's turned a few times and we're sitting in a different kind of environment altogether. Yeah. I can't explain it, but it, it, you know, it is It's the way it is. is. It's an observation. And I'm, it's very handy for me, really, because I've been doing that, uh, 
advertising and the like for 40 odd years. I'm at the end of my career really. If I'm lucky, I've got another five years in me. But would you even still want to be in it? Well, do you know, it's something I question every single day. Mm. You know, and then I get a good script in and I yeah. think, oh, I'd like to direct that. Mm. Yeah. And then I forget all about my moans and then we yeah. get on with doing something that's fun. Because mm. uh, I do like funny stuff, but also I like picking curtains as well. So if I get an opportunity <laughs> to pick a nice coloured pair of curtains and yeah. a, a, a jazzy carpet and put that in an advert, yeah. I then why not? Quite oh, I thought you meant you like well. interior design. <laughs> oh, I like, I like that. I like everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I see a nice bit of crochet, I think, oh, I, I, I bet I could do that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Anything creative. Yeah. Yeah. Creative, curious, so. you're curious. That, yeah. you, know, you look at stuff and you look at it differently to other people. That's the point that you make. Well, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd like to think so, but you know, yeah. your original question about thinking too hard, I don't think that hard. I do genuinely get enthusiastic about almost anything I can yeah. think of yeah. because, uh, there, you know, despite the moans, there's still a lot of good stuff yeah. floating around. You know, there's a lot of inspirational stuff. Just doesn't have to be in advertising much anymore. But uh, you look at things like TV's never been better, has it? Yeah. Telly's never been better, so yeah. I love well, Netflix. And the, well, no, the amount of money <laughs> yeah. that's flowing into the production of, of TV, into the content of TV, is like up unprecedented right now. You know, you've got the Netflix, the Dis- Disney. Yeah, but there's no the, adverts on Netflix. No, but no, the point being, like, there's lots of people investing really heavily in the creativity of TV as a, as a medium. Yeah. Um, but conversely, <laughs> there's an absolute shit show of a, a set of advertising that accompanies a lot of it. Yeah, because I think advertising is just, I'm not, listen, I'm not in your game. So I just think it has changed so, so, so much. I'm watching Mad Men at the moment mm. and I absolutely love it. And when I look at you two and I listen to you two and I've seen your show, I, and I'm watching Mad Men, I'm like, that is what it's about. But they're not conformists. And yeah. that was when advertising was really... It was like that, wasn't it? Yeah, do you know, I started in 75 or 76, something like that. So there was still, despite the fact that the majority of the Mad Men, that's in the 50s, isn't it? Yeah. 50s, early yeah. 60s. Uh, 60s, 60s, yeah. 50s yeah. and 60s. Um, so there's still a bit of that lurking about. And, um, you know, I'm not saying the way that people behaved then... Uh, made them more creative. It's just no, and I don't, you know, it's loads of different circumstances that have changed things. Uh, you know, I, I bet the pen, pendulum swings back the other way at some point. Yeah, I think it clients are going to say, you know, I'm spending all this money. No one want to, wants to watch me ads. Can't you make them as good as the the programs? Yeah, and then suddenly there'll be a different and there'll be a bravery to the decision making that goes on. Yeah, you know. see, the thing is, people talk about bravery, don't they? And talk about being brave. I think it's bloody brave. To uh, to run a really vanilla flavored bit of wallpaper, yeah. Instead of an advert <laughs> that might entertain, like how, just put a white how piece brave of paper is that? and just put one yeah. word: <laughs> buy you know? al- alcohol. <laughs> Why buy alcohol? <laughs> I mean, you could make. Yeah, you don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. No, well, the headlines are not much better than that now. Yeah, I mean that's as much as it gets. But that's the thing: headlines make advertising, which makes advertising bullshit. Like, no, you know when you see all these, like, oh, setless celebs and they're, like, like advertising stuff because they've been hashtag ad. Yeah. And it's like, I'm no way going to buy that stuff I'm not because I'm not buying into it. So I actually do believe in traditional advertising that, yeah. you know, I get the tube every single day um, and I really take those ads in 
way what, the more ones, really? the ones oh on the tube. Well, blimey, you're not like the average punter then, because yeah, they just yeah. walk past them. They're wallpaper. Yeah. No, they're wallpaper. I, mean, well, I would have thought no, so. No, but they're not wallpaper because they're not effective. Like, the, the, actually, the idea of a so poster effective. on the tube uh, should be effective, but yeah. only if it's got some decent uh, creative on yeah. it. Yeah. But, like that one that you showed me earlier. But that, like, I guess... I don't watch um, television, uh, like normal television, where adverts are in between. I never would watch a live television programme. I don't read magazines um, or newspapers, so I don't see that kind of advertising. So the only time I see advertising is on Facebook, Instagram, or on the the tube. On the tube, on the side of a bus, the side of a taxi. absolutely. So when I see something that I'm interested in, that I'm looking for, it really still stands out. Like, no, no, that's, that's what you know, that sounds encouraging. So, yeah. Oh, good. It's not all, it's not totally screwed, is it? Oh, come on, get up here. Come on, let's get out there. Yeah, advertise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got another, uh, another page from your book, which is the benefits of a mass debate. I, I probably called the chapter the benefits of mass debate because I thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, God knows what the rest of it's like. <laughs> that chapter, I can't remember. Yeah. My book, it, it is good, buy it. Yeah, it's on Amazon. So go on, yeah, it's on Amazon. Tell, um, how can people the buy power it? Pu- they buy it on Amazon. Yeah. Um, unleash the power of purility. Or if they went to my website on the shop, coy-com.com, they yeah. buy it there, I'll bung in loads of free posters and stickers yeah. and free stuff. Because I, uh, I asked you to write me a smutty message. Did I? Yeah. And you did. You, you were very nice. You're very, yeah. yeah, I remember you asking, but I couldn't remember what the smutty message was. Well, no, I bet so it wasn't I, too smutty. Cause um, I'm, well, it's it's got the words buttocks, bastards, <laughs> and humongous melons in it. So. Oh well, that, you know that's, that's, that's strong enough. It's strong. It? That's smutty enough. Um, no, uh, I, I really like. Uh, I really, really like the book. Um, oh, thank and you. And I think um, I think it's the kind of thing that not just people in our industry would would get something from. You know, anybody that is sat in any other kind of uh, any like if they're sat in an accountants or lawyers or whatever you put this on your desk they're going to make better decisions they're going to challenge the status quo oh, wow. by having this on their book I think you know on their desk because it's going to remind them to not make bullshit decisions in meetings you know it's going to sort of yeah. uh, sort of poke them along on the journey totally. and that's what I like about it well you know most of what I do and I think most of what any good creative um, is generally instinctive and that's why there's a chapter about not thinking too hard. Generally, yeah. your first thoughts are the best ones. Yeah. And um, we, you know, I don't think m- many of us grow up. You know, everyone laughs at a, um, uh, a fart, don't they? Yeah. In the right <laughs> circumstances. Try not to do it in here. It's a small <laughs> oh, room. Yeah. It's a small room. And, it's a small yeah. room. <laughs> so, you know, it's very easy to, to think that um, you've got to get more sophisticated as you grow up. Yeah. But Generally, I think we're, we're all we're all tapping into what we were thinking when we were five, six, seven. Yeah, yeah. I've Definitely. got a question actually. Go on, go on, this go is from it. one of my mates, Ellie yeah. Spratt. She's one of my um, television addicts. Um, I'll tell you about that later. But um, she wants to know if you think that adverts actually influence people where to shop, and she's talking. Um, uh, about you know when the supermarkets do their Christmas adverts. Yeah. Do you, what do you think about that? Do you think that like makes a? a do you know what? Difference? I'd be interested to know what she thinks. Insofar yeah. as if she liked the John Lewis ad, did it make a shop in John Lewis? Well, there we I go. Don't know. Ellie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, advertising <laughs> I don't know. But generally, you do a good advert. Yeah. Thinking back, a how bloody much money long goes into those? Yeah, no, uh, do you now. Know, you yeah. don't have to spend a lot of money. No. You just have to yeah. be clever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if you think 
about you, you, this is a bloody long time ago, but the likes, of, I don't know if you remember the 501s adverts for yeah. Levi's years and years and years ago. Um, the jeans market was dead then. Then they ran the, the famous laundrette ad with Nick Kamen in it. He goes yeah. in to a laundrette, oh, takes his jeans off. That. I'd love to take credit for that. <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you? No, it no. wasn't. No. It wasn't. It was my boss at BBH. It was a great agency that I worked at yeah. back in the 80s. And uh, they made that. And it changed the jeans market around, saved them. Yeah. You know, yeah. So good advertising does work. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah. It, you, know, you don't have to spend a fortune on it. It just has to be a good Diet idea. Diet Coke, yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> look at you like, oh, Diet Coke. Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that's the power of advertising. It's not. That's not a fortune to shoot. That really isn't. Yeah. Um, instead of, I think like, people overcomplicate <laughs> it. People they they hide behind complication. Like, it's really difficult to get to simple, but once you get to it, it can actually be quite yeah. cheap to produce, and it's really really powerful. You're dead right. The, the, the generally the best ideas look really simple. And yeah. The best ideas again. There was a, a very famous. Uh, advertising campaign I'm, I'm quoting from old ones because yeah. the new ones are not as memorable yeah but and i happened to work on some of these back in the old days uh heineken refreshes the parts other beers oh, can't reach. i remember good. when i was at art college and i saw one of the early posters and i thought oh i could do that i could do one of those and that's the power of a simple idea especially yeah. if you're a little bit creative you think oh i'd like to have a go at yeah. that i could do something like that you could like do memory yeah, yeah. When I got a job at Low Howard Spink was the agency that had Heineken later on. When I got a job there, when you got the actual brief for a Heineken post, it's a lot harder than you think. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time... But it inspired you to oh get yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You wanted to know the answer. She has replied and she said <laughs> that this year her daughter was obsessed with having that dragon that Fantastic. featured in it. So, Fantastic. Um, you know, all it worked. That's <laughs> encouraging. You know, yeah. I love, I love yeah. to hear stories like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What is the most? Um, I know you know him so well, so I'm like intrigued. No, jump in, jump what in. What is on. the most? Um, the advert that stands out that you've been part of and created the oh, most. Uh, see, see, such a. I did a big Nike campaign. Yeah. See, we we had Nike as an account when I had an agency. Yeah. Um, we had it back in the uh, late eighties, early nineties, I think, um, and. Uh, we called them Nike because we didn't we didn't know it was called Nike. Yeah. Is it called uh, Nike? I, yeah. <laughs> and they were um, they were the uh, the number they were the number two um, brand at the time. I think Reebok were the number one, and we got our hands on that. Did a big poster campaign, and I love to think that it was something to do with our campaign that put um, made them number one. Yeah. But uh, within a few years, they were number one. This was uh, back in the what, like, uh, like mid nineties. Yeah, early, probably mid nineties. Yeah, yeah. 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 So this was the. This, I mean, I've already referenced it earlier, but this is the Michael Jordan yeah. one. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Isaac yeah. Newton nil. Yeah. You know, we, I mean, that's ah, uh, that's, that's like, the first poster we did for him. Yeah. I mean, that is fucking gold. Oh like, well, yeah. Thank no, you. No, no, no. Honestly, you. I'm glad. I'm no, when, so when, I'm, when I'm sat, when I'm sat as a designer, you know, like I'm sat there in school or whatever. That is that is the sort of thing that you know. That got me got me into the industry. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it got me here today. And <laughs> um, we've got another email in no, from one so, of our listeners, um, uh, <laughs> Matt Carter Johnson, who I know. Do you know him? Yeah, I know him. One of your mates. That is a bullshit question. <laughs> is it? That's the the most Why? boring question. No, that's the most boring question. Yeah, but uh, do you know what's really funny? No. Um, so his view on the luxury sector and how do you think that affluent audience reacts to? So the funniest, funniest thing, you know that. Um, the funniest like, thing. That bloke that I sent you the Instagram, that cab yeah, fella, the cabbie, what was yeah, it? Yeah, the gin, um, ginger beard. I'm going to give you um, a shout out now, um, bloke. Crazy underscore ginger underscore cabbie. 
Um, you are absolutely hilarious. I doubt you're listening. But um, the reason that I... Um, yeah, of course. The reason that I uh, saw him and found him was because of Rosie Fortescue. I don't know who that is. Um, some girl who was on Made in Chelsea um, a couple of years ago who's really, really, really super posh. Yeah. She posted about this guy who's like a geezer cabbie bloke. And I was like, so so actually, I do think that. Um, yeah. But uh, but we've uh, actually, Matt, unfortunately, the, the question's been taken off the screen. <laughs> I was in the pub with him earlier, uh, not earlier, uh, yesterday. And you should write better questions, Matt. I mean, let's be honest. Come on. <laughs> it looks a bit sensible, that question, from where I'm sitting. I haven't got an answer for that one. <laughs> yeah. I need someone it's, a little bit brainier. Uh, so I've got another one from, uh, from here from your book. Um, it's better to do it than not to do it. Yeah, look, do, do you know, a whole chapter about in there early on about... Uh, I'm just down the pub with uh, a photographer after we've done probably done a Nike shoot. And I said, here, Malk... Malcolm Venbo, very <coughs> famous, yeah. very famous yeah, yeah. Uh, advertising photographer. See so, yeah, Mel, how do you fancy dressing, uh, dr- not dressing up? I don't dress up. <laughs> how do you fancy no, I do up? that all the time. I said, how do you fancy shooting me dre- with me dressing up as my fictional ancestors? And he said, yeah, all right. I didn't have a plan. I just drew a load of stupid fictional ancestors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dressed up as those fictional ancestors. He shot me, and then we turned them into portraits. And then go. that led to me being in the National Football Museum because one of the ancestors was <laughs> an Edwardian footballer. <laughs> and this, this shows you how far you can go with blag. Because oh, <laughs> I had all these pictures, I thought, what am I going to do with those? So I thought, right, I know. I was a bachelor at the time. I'll turn my flat into a cartoon stately home so I can put all the portraits <laughs> up, you know, like you do. And I did that. And then before you know it, a Japanese... TV production company around doing a half hour documentary about my flat <laughs> on Japanese telly. So, uh, you know, everyone's down the pub and say, wouldn't it be funny if you did X, Y, and Z and then you have another pint and then you forget about it? But I like doing, I like actually doing the stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it makes these other magical happenstances occur. Yeah, exactly. By accident. You know, yeah, I yeah. had no plan. If you could make one advert now, which brand would you pick? Oh, I'll tell you what, I'm in the process of doing some adverts for a particular brand, and it's called the Edible Anus Company. Oh, and uh, it's a range of... Chocolates. Very nice chocolates, <laughs> yeah, milk and white, <laughs> oh, and joking. plain chocolates, no. <laughs> and um, they're all... Well, see, I, I do like having a chat. I'm at, I'm at a do. My missus is best mate, her boyfriend, I'm chatting to him, he's an artist, his name's Magnus. And I get chatting to him. I said, what are you up to? He said, well, I've just launched this brand of, of chocolates. I said, oh, yeah, what they call it? He said, edible anuses. <laughs> so uh, I, I said, oh, yeah. Because he likes to chat as well. He's at a bus stop, apparently, one day. He's at a bus stop. He gets chatting to a young lady at the bus stop. Before you know it, she's in his studio with her legs up on in stirrups with her bum hole being cast. They use that <laughs> as the mould and uh, then produce this lovely range of... They work the finest Belgium chocolate at the time I think it's getting it sourced over here now but it's out there so we're doing some posters for him so I thought <laughs> I I've got to be your advertising agent yeah so. fancy it a felt, bit of that it felt too seductive yeah, didn't it? that's that. the sort of client I would yeah, look for yeah yeah angry you did not think he was going to talk about that did you uh, do you, know you what? did not think that had I known that was coming up I'd have brought a couple of boxes along. Oh. Oh. Are they, are they I'll good, send you are some they, are they good chocolates they're very good yeah bring them in bring them in have we got time for Troublemaker yeah. or Breadmaker yeah we do Tuesday Takeover with Paul Mellor on Fubar Radio.
Right. Now it's your, it's your thing. You've got to ask your okay, troublemaker, right. breadmaker. So this is, I'm just going to um, name some topics. You've got to tell us what you think about these topics. Just like a quick sentence. The first thing oh, that comes blimey, into this it. This sounds odd. I'll have a go. Coronavirus. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you've got me going already. <laughs> I, I haven't got a clue. What's it mean? What do I say? What do you think about it? What do I think about it? I think, oh, I'm dangerously close to the most vulnerable We're t- a audience. <laughs> I know, we touched elbows earlier. I'll yeah. have a little scrub no, up later on. Feet, oh, know. we did, yeah. yeah. Sustainability. Sustainability. Oh, goodness, another yeah. sensible cut. Too I'll sensible, too sensible. some funny ones. Okay, all right. Um, Sustainability. Oh, well, Seeing family at Christmas. Um... I do that occasionally. <laughs> I used to go into work at Christmas Day because, you know, when my mum was alive, you, if you wanted to see an argument in, in, in full flow, you'd go back you home. Go Christmas so Day. So I, I used to go to work, but uh, that's, <laughs> that's a different story altogether. All right, the royal family. I sort of like them. I'm going off them a little bit at the moment. It's all getting a bit... It's a, getting a little bit um, divided, isn't it? Yeah. So then, Meghan and Harry. Do you know what? It's funny, isn't it? It's oh, like yeah. it's fun. It's funny because I thought first of all I thought Queen turf them out, yeah, turf them out, oh. and then suddenly I saw Meghan the other day online. She's doing this really good chat to the, uh, to young uh, black kids, um, and um, I thought she was bloody good. And I thought actually, really, maybe she was the future. Yeah. Maybe I've got I got that totally wrong. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mobile phones. Uh, mobile phones. I've got one. Um, <laughs> it's the biggest <laughs> one possible. Yeah, yeah I've got, got one. one. My old man, yeah, my old man hasn't got one, but I've got one, and uh, it's got the biggest type on it you can get because yeah. uh, my eyes are fading a bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, recreational drugs. Um, the only drugs I get anywhere near is preparation H, and um, what is that? <laughs> And uh, sanatogen. <laughs> we move on to something else. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, affairs. affairs. Not the current ones. Yeah, look, yeah. you know, um, affairs. Mm, bloody hell. Let's not talk about it. Let's talk to the next one. <laughs> no, I've, I've, never, one I've never had one. I've heard they're very popular. Okay. <laughs> one but, more. Go on, birthday one more. cards and Christmas cards. I make them myself. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, of, course yeah, of course he does. Of course he does. Right, I tell you what, Mark, I've, I've had an absolute blast. I've really, really enjoyed your chat. Oh, it's been um, lovely being here. It's good, isn't it? You know, yeah. I like anybody. Just getting the hang of it now. <laughs> yeah. I know. I like please any- make good ads still. <laughs> yeah. I still I'm, look at them. Yeah. We're trying. No. <laughs> um, I like anybody that's got their name, their surname written on the top of their jumper in that massive so cool. letters. Like, <laughs> <laughs> full, full picture. Anyway, it's been an absolute blast. Where can people buy your book? Plug it um, one more time. Yeah. Amazon, get on yeah. Amazon, but buy it on koi-com.com, stroke shop, and I'll put in lots of freebies. And you'll write my little message. Anything they want. Any, anything they want. Yeah. Within reason. It's been an absolute blast. Thanks, oh, mate. I've really Fantastic. enjoyed it. Cheers, cheers. mate. Cheers. ta Yeah, cheers. Let's go. Here's uh, Guns N' Roses, Paradise City. Yes, mate. That was proper, wasn't it? That was a bit of a right, wasn't it? I fucking I love a bit of Guns and Roses. I love Guns and Roses. Right, so fuck, we're running a bit a bit behind because we're not that organised. <laughs> um, so our next guest, our next guest 
is a, a good friend of mine. <laughs> I feel like I've just invited my friends along <laughs> to the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, he runs uh, an agency, uh, a marketing agency called Offended Marketing. He writes the absolute fucking shit out of LinkedIn. He picks fights with people. He will, like, there we go, he's giving me the Vs. Um, I'll do that. I'll do my accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, he's an all-round good egg. So, welcome, Dan Kelzel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How was that red wine? Well, you? I just, uh, you just the, take a the sip, just as I just as I do. Yeah. yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, yeah, good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. it's, good, it's good to have you down, isn't it? It is, mate. Because because you live in Manchester. I do. Yeah, you with, your, with, your, the with, your, with your with your two cats. Uh, no, st- no, they they're gone. What they what they died or the, no? The ex took them. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, the goners, mate. <sighs> That's kind of put my foot in it immediately. No, no, it's all, it's all good, mate. I've yeah. uh, got, got tissue. I mean, I'm in a good situation. <laughs> no cats. Yeah, no or cats. Eggs. Or X, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, they're, well, they're, not, they're not dead, you know. Yeah. They're alive yeah. and well. Yeah, apart from that, I think. So she. Yeah, you good? <laughs> yeah, so she. <laughs> I was going to say the X or the cats. <laughs> yeah. So how's things, apart from uh, that? Good, mate. Yeah, good. Uh, I think I've got coronavirus. Might be, might be a hangover. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I'm you did. Sure, uh, you did turn up in a uh, in a gas mask. So. I did. Yeah. I did. Funnily, <laughs> yeah, with no pants on. And a gag ball. I did, I did, yeah, I did. No, we we, we went out last night. Uh, we, we had a big client meeting this morning, so naturally we went and prepared for it by <laughs> staying, <laughs> staying out till two a.m. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So now, now I'm, I'm really hot and I've got a cough. So yeah. It's a um, so offended, like I know what offended is, but tell me what offended marketing is. Uh, so it's uh, basically a creative agency. So we just do, uh, we just focus on ideas. Basically, we're like yeah. bringing the my uh, uh, commercial director in there, Dino. Looks, uh, he's got Dino. A little facts about Dino. He's, uh, he, he's got a massive head. SpongeBob SquarePants was actually modelled on it. Um, but he uh, he described us as a, a 1950s um, ad agency. Uh, just without the misogyny and yeah. with a bit more drinking. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for for the benefit, because what Sam does is she asks me, "Who are you in Mad Men?" That's what that's what she asks me. Oh, that's I'm your, Mad Men. So that's I'm your that's your way of de- that's your way of understanding yeah. who does what. So who yeah. are you in Mad Men? Well, I like to. Well, obviously, <laughs> like, I like to think I'm, I'm Mr. Draper, don't I? But so does uh, so does Dean. Um, but I don't know. I mean, you know. I'd say uh, I'd say Dean's that. What's, who's that? Who's that chubby bloke who gets fired in the first <laughs> first series? Is, say what? That chubby bloke who gets fired in the first series. Uh, I don't know. remember the first series. That's, <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Nobody remembers him. That's yeah. Dean. Yeah. So it might be the second series, and then you've just ruined it for me. Yeah. Mm. Well, Shit. there we go. Probably not. I'll watch first one. No, I'm no, I'm halfway through series two. Yeah. But that's how you, that's in how you determine. Days, <laughs> in two days, that's because you're a binge, like oh, proper binger. Yeah. Guess another one. <laughs> Guess another one. Yeah, do us a favour. Um, so you wrote a book as well. I did. What, I did. What's, what's it called? Go on, uh, it's called uh, fucking good content. Yeah. Uh, Is it fucking does what good it, content? I think it's a brilliant. It's a brilliant <laughs> book. It's mostly stick figures. It's a brilliant, it's a brilliant book. Uh, no, it was, we, we did a bit of a, a, a test. We wanted to see if we, we could write a, a book in twenty hours. Yeah. From the first first uh, word on paper. To uh, to the the point it goes to print, 
yeah. and see what we could do with it. Uh, and so <laughs> for some reason, fucking loads of people bought it. Yeah. Uh, and it had sold like just over 8,000 copies. What, you stayed yeah. up all night and wrote it in 20 yeah. hours? Or you was like five hours? No, it was 20 hours in total. I didn't oh, do, right. do, I didn't do like a marathon. Straight. Right, no. Oh, no, 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 no I thought you sat there yeah. for 20 hours. 20 hours I thought, because I'm yeah. quoted in it. <laughs> that's why I like it. That's why you've got him in. So this book that you wrote that I'm in. Paul's like my uh, <laughs> my creative. I was gonna say creative dad then. Creative yeah. older brother. Like, yeah, like yeah. dad. Dad. Yeah. He's older. obviously Cheers, a lot older. Not to be my, <laughs> to be my dad. Think, yeah, we had like but, um, granddad, yeah. then you, and then yeah. son. Yeah. Is that yeah. is that how you see it? <laughs> I thought that was enough. So <laughs> you do realise uh, you're live on the radio, so yeah. So what's in what's in the book that I'm quoted in? Well. Loads of stick figures, few yeah. uh, penis drawings. Why? <laughs> uh, uh, and just, just basically a, a brain dump of all my advice to do with uh, creativity and, pe- and penises. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, lot of penises in there. Um, and just, just general uh, marketing and content marketing. Advice. Yeah, that's but it's all about it. uh, it's all about polarizing opinion. It that's is, the yeah. that's the point. That's the whole shtick of your agency. Yeah. It's all about like if you can if you can find a bunch of people that will like what you're talking about mm-hmm. and they'll buy from you. There's probably 90% of people won't buy from you. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Hone down on those 10. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because yeah. if you're trying to appeal to everyone, you're going to appeal to no one. And that's, yeah. just, that's always yeah. going to be the case. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and plus, it's, it's, it's no, it's no, no fun. fun being fucking yeah. nice, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's no fun being nice. No, Someone's just said I something think. nice about us, though, on uh, they've just emailed in. Do you want to read it, Sam? Because it's about you. Aww. Somebody said, Hi, Sam. Good show. Refreshing to hear people who know what they're talking about. Um, yeah. Can't be me. Um, and have some bands with. You sound like you're having fun. Totally. Good luck with it. Thanks, Alfie. So, Al- Alfie the Highlander. Do we know who that is? No. no? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so someone you swipe right on on Tinder? Or you <laughs> no, Tinder's old. Tinder's full of married men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Um, apparently, it's hinged now, but they're hinged. really ugly. So, I'm more bumble. Your Bumble, right? Yeah. So where can we find you on Bumble? <laughs> <laughs> Swipe right. <laughs> um, all right. Apart from apart from running a fucking awesome agency yeah. um, and writing a decent book that's got me in it, yeah. what else? What else have you been up to? Um, what else have I been up to? Drinking a lot. Yeah. Drinking oh, a lot. Yes. Um, to that. <laughs> I seem to, as as my professional life goes upwards. My personal life goes downwards. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I've, I've managed to I managed to grow this agency. We're doing all right, um, but then at the same time, I've ended up you know 32 years old, living with my mate's mum. Uh, no way. We're not in a relationship. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like in brackets. Well, not much is accepted. Yeah, no, no cats. No cats. In a, a fucking high on diet twenty that keeps breaking down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So yeah. That's that's. You haven't got your own place. <laughs> You're 32. <laughs> that's <Right. laughs> like right. proper shots fired yeah, there, isn't it? Yeah, I don't. I don't, yeah, that's that's like, I don't because you're like a swipe left. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's the thing. That's maybe my problem on you know Bumble and Hinge. Just get fucking rejected all the time, don't yeah. I? But Do you say you mate's mum? No, they only find it. out when they come back <laughs> <laughs> on the first day. <laughs> and Sue, Sue brings them a bacon butty in the morning. It doesn't bring one for the girl in the other side. She knows her favourites. She knows her favourites. I like that. Hey, what do you think to the wine? It's all right, isn't it? It's nice. What is it? Yeah, a bit of Santamillion. It's nice. Cool. Decent. We've got a bit of Are you a wine connoisseur? Nope. Nope. But I would drink anything. I drink most things. What do you drink? 
You know what? I don't know. It depends what the day is. Depends what the day is. Me and me and Dino yesterday had uh, six pints of Guinness with a with a client. Solid. There you go. It's going to keep the, the coronavirus away. Yeah, yeah. And we got on the train. Well, obviously not. Uh, <laughs> we got on the train. Uh, two cans of Bud. Yeah. A bottle of wine. And then we then we hit the town. <laughs> uh, In London. I, I woke up. Yeah. Literally face, 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 on, face like, down. On top of Dean. On Yeah, but anything is, is, the, is the show. Anything right. goes. Right, okay, I'm going gonna to play my uh, I Don't Again. Tuesday Takeover with Paul Meller on oh, Fubar right, Radio. Reach over and punch you in the face. <laughs> Do it. Okay. Tuesday Takeover with Paul Meller on Fubar Radio. Uh, right, so we're, we're on to... Uh, troublemaker or oh, bread maker. Let's do it, do it again. Oh, we're running okay. a little bit behind time. And Cindy, our next guest, she's in New York, and so she's. So I'm going to spin you, you know, far so from she's, this. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. This bit okay. we are basically asking people what they think about these topics. Okay. So you just got this is quick fire. Just got to know your instant answer. You got to right. talk into the microphone, Sam. Huh? You got to talk. <laughs> the microphone there. You got to talk into oh, it. Sorry. People probably like people I know, can't like you're hear on the radio me. And I like, like, you know, people said they could hear me through the wall, <laughs> and you're saying they can't hear me in the microphone that is like three centimeters away from me. Um, okay, coronavirus. Well, I've got it, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> Do you actually think you've got I it? Don't, I don't know. I think I've got I'm, it. I'm very yeah. hot. I've got a cough. Yeah. But then I also feel like after a few beers, so I'm a bit yeah. like, Dean's convinced we've both got it. In there. Yeah. I think, I actually think no. yeah. I have got it as well. You think everyone's got it and it's been done by the government? Yeah. I think it's Is that a conspiracy? Yeah, she loves a conspiracy theory. conspiracy. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I think we're trying to kill people off to save the world because there's too many people. <laughs> anyway, too so many, on that note, let's um, move to the next one. This is not a quick fire. Um, <laughs> we could have a massive conversation about that, but then we'll run out of time. Um, sustainability, too boring for you. Uh, sustainability. Uh, yeah, that's fucking. Still boring. like, um, do you separate plastics and shit like that? No, I'm terrible. I just I drink out of plastic bottles, chuck them outside. Yeah, little animals get You're stuck like in them. Landfill as you throw it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my garden is a landfill. Political correctness. <laughs> I'm laughing saying this. Uh, I mean, it's subjective. Non-binary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, online dating I think we've heard a bit about your online dating uh, yeah it's a bit I don't know it's a bit shit isn't it really do you, yeah. do, you uh, obviously do it though yeah I do I do yeah. but nobody ever looks like they, they look on the pictures yeah it's like tw- <laughs> it's, 20, it's a photo from 20 <laughs> years ago it's absolutely I'm going to show you my pictures I'll like, <laughs> <laughs> give you an honest yeah. opinion yeah. 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 please oh, well, do that is not the same person well I'm wearing clothes in this one um, politics <laughs> Uh, funnily enough, I did a politics degree. But there you go. He's got, he's got some. I he's got some tell you the first thing about <laughs> politics either. Uh, I actually, uh, actually spent my student loan on a gym uh, and never went in. Uh, so yeah. To the gym? No. Oh, well, either, either. We just drank at the gym. <laughs> um, minimum wage. Um, I don't Have you know. ever earned minimum wage? Have yeah, you? yeah, I've earned less than me. Uh, I've earned less, a lot less. I, I was tequila boy ones. once. Oh, I, I worked in a Mexican restaurant, which was what? I was a tequila boy. Tequila boy. Yes, yeah, so I worked in a Mexican restaurant. Uh, it's when I was eighteen, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and it was it was really uh, popular with hen parties. Not that many stag parties, I'll be honest. And they come along, and then uh, I used to have to walk along with a like a tequila like with a uh, gun holster <laughs> with uh, tequila uh, shots in in the, for Just bullets. In, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> in a pair of chaps. <laughs> How did you get paid for that? 20 quid a night. That was, for me, I was like, yes. Loading. As an 18-year-old, I was like, this is the best job. I don't want to even get any other How job. How many hours? 
I don't know, like six till two, six till, yeah, something like that. So decent. Quid. 20 quid for that. Right, I've only got right. a couple more and then we've got to wrap up because we're yeah. really behind. Yeah. Um, holidays with family. Uh, I haven't been on holiday with family in ages. Have you ever been on holiday with family? Yeah, we've been on holidays. Yeah, Is not it since, good? Uh, no, you just, you just fucking kick the shit out of each other, don't you? And everyone comes back, not friends, and no one speaks for two weeks. <laughs> Maybe in Manchester. Um, but yes, <laughs> yeah. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and seeing family at Christmas. Uh, do you do that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a do, big like, year. I'm not really, I'm day. not really big on Christmas. It's, it's fun when you're little, isn't it? It's I hate Christmas. You don't have kids. Oh, there's not really much it. to celebrate. Oh yeah. shit. I mean, what? what? Sorry, mum, sister. <laughs> we had a great time. Money and decorated yeah. Tree. It's not. Uh, yeah. 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 Anyway, come on. This is not Bad that humble. quick fire, is it? Come it's on. Chop, chop, chop. No, I know. I'm just like interested in people. You got one more question. Okay. One more question. One more question only. Okay, for you because you use it a lot. Data on sites like. Uh, Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and should they like be, that. Should they be should getting it? Should they be getting it for free when we can go on there for free? Uh, it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, I'd, I'd say no. I'd say no. I mean, we don't use it that much anyway. Yeah, neither we don't do we. use it that much anyway. I don't believe in it. I, don't, I think it actually hampers creativity when you're relying on data. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, because uh, you disagree entirely. Yeah. I totally disagree. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, take all the data you want. Yeah. I'm what do you want? Fun. Take it. Like, you know, <laughs> if you want to sell me <laughs> shit, if I'm looking for a new Mercedes and you yeah. want to sell me a new Mercedes, yeah. then put that shit in my um, Instagram. If I don't want to look sell at me, it, I'm going to scroll past. Honestly, I like, like you advertising I, people. You've yeah. got it all wrong. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on that note, yeah. on that bombshell, <laughs> uh, thanks for coming in, mate. It's no been problem. an absolute blast. Yeah. We're going to hit the we're going to hit the yeah, pub no, after this. No worries. What's going yeah. on, mate? Yeah. Um, More drinks. We are, yes. Yeah, we're going to we're going to go to the pub. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should. Anyway, so where then. can people buy your book? Um, you can get it on Amazon. There's a new one coming out soon. So what's uh, this one called? That's called Content, comma motherfucker. <laughs> uh, and what's the one really before? Ten hours, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the old one called? Yeah. Huh? What was the old one called again? Uh, fucking good content. Yeah, is yeah. it? It's a bit of a theme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not fucking good content. Okay, so it's the first, ironic. so the first book is yeah. what? What's it called? Fucking good content. Yeah, and you can get that on Amazon. You get that on Amazon. And what's yeah. the, the one that's on its way? What's that one called? Content, comma, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't is be the comma written out, or is it actually just a comma? <laughs> yeah, yeah comma's written out. Yeah. Content, comment. Yeah, that's the, if that's they, the, if the they Google that shit, then they're going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, thanks for coming on, mate. It's been, it's been a blast. Oh, it's been a laugh. No, Dan Kelsall, thank you very much, mate. Always, no guys. Cheers. We've, uh, we've got a, the next song. Oh, is, no, is this the last one? <laughs> it is. Yeah. I hate this song. This is yeah. Paul's song, not my song. <laughs> Just saying it. Yeah. In the Navy, Village People. Right. <laughs> In the Navy, uh, by the village people. Um, you know what? That is that is for my best friend, my business partner, uh, the sexiest man in London, James Smith. Anyway, enough of him. I've fucking known him forever. Our next guest is actually dialing in from New York City. She is an absolute fucking badass, a legend. I absolutely love her. I've known her for a couple of years. She actually came on uh, uh, one of my previous events, Take Fucking Risks, I don't know, about 18 months ago. And she 
completely own the stage. I'm a huge, huge fan. Uh, she runs the uh, website ifweranTheWorld.com, which is a a website about equality within uh, within the workplace and actually empowerment of, and equality of uh, women. Um, and it actually everything would be a lot fucking better if women ran the world. Yes. And she <laughs> yes. Um, and she also uh, owns founder owner fucking the brilliant mind behind make love not porn i think it's dot tv um welcome to the show cindy gallup Woo! thank you paul delighted to be here yes how are you i'm good thank you good 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 so how is how is new york today this morning i suppose well, um well so i'm looking out at new york from my apartment windows because um uh the Make Love Not Porn team are now working from home, as a lot of people in New York are because yes. of the coronavirus scenario. Um, so, you know, New York is really kind of keeping things monitored and taking all the um, obvious precautions. Um, and other than that, um, doing well. Yes. Um, you are described as or self-described as the Michael Bay of business. How did that come about? Um, so, um, I was, um, this is many years ago, I was in a meeting with a potential consultancy client um, talking about what I do and explaining, you know, as, as, as I generally tend to, to potential clients, you know, I consult very selectively only for clients and brands who want to change the game in their particular sector. You come to me for radical, innovative, groundbreaking, transformative. I don't do status quo. Yes. And so in this meeting, completely off the cuff, I went, you know, um, so I like to blow shit up. I'm the Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, and, and everybody laughed. And I came out of the meeting. I thought, actually, that's a really good way of summing up what I do. Yep. And so I've been using that ever since. Um, and also as my Twitter bio, my LinkedIn bio, and so on. And I use it very deliberately. I'm not doing that as a bit of creativity or a bit of fun or a bit of whimsy. I do that because I'm a great believer in be your own filter. And when I characterize what I do in that way, it attracts to me the people who want what I do. It repels the ones who don't. And I sure as hell want to repel the ones who don't because they're a waste of time, effort, and money. And so I actually recommend to people and businesses, do the same thing. Find a way to talk about what you do very succinctly and very concisely that projects what you're all about out into the world and therefore attracts those people who are drawn to that and keeps away the ones who aren't. Yeah, I love it. I loved it when, uh, when I first saw it. I mean, I think I was first introduced to you by shit like george parker i mean uh, what's that sort of wow. five six seven years ago uh, i mean that's a right. i know that's a real advertising uh, um yep. quote but um yeah i mean he introduced me to you uh, and i i was sort of immediately hooked you're you're the the no bullshit this is this is how it is this is what you're going to get from me if you like it great if you don't that's not a problem you know but you you almost sort of self-select and that's that's exactly that's that's my ethos that's exactly what we want from the show that's ex it's you get so much more out of life if that's how you if that's how you sort of view um, any interactions that you have with people. And, and it's also, um, to be honest, the way I would like to see many more agencies self-selecting their clients. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I know that's because that's what we do. 
<laughs> but yeah. <Excellent>. <laughs> um, okay, so what is it about making a... Uh, I don't want to do the quote. When you talk about how much money you should make, what's your, what's your feelings on that? <laughs> um, a lot. Yeah. Right. Yes, Sam. Well, so, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so, uh, um, so, so this is basically um, something I say to um, female audiences a lot. I basically say... Women, I want you to unashamedly set out to make an absolute goddamn fucking shit ton of money. Yes, indeed. And, and, and I explain that I, um, I articulate it very deliberately in that way because that is how much money I want women to make because yes. they're not doing that currently. And, and the reason mm. for that, or, 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 there are a number of reasons for it. So, you know, if a woman is in, is in a job currently, I explain that, you know, this is what you have to go into every pay review asking for. And by the way, the amount you ask for is the highest amount you can say out loud without actually bursting out laughing. Yeah. And the reason for that is not only to benefit yourself, but because you must do that for the rest of us. Because otherwise, when the people who head up your company look down that giant Excel spreadsheet of all the salaries in the company, and when they see, as they will, that all the women are paid less than the men, that translates in their minds into that's because women are less good than men. People value you at the value you are seen to put on yourself. Yes. So do it for that, but also do it because when we all make an absolute goddamn fucking shit ton of money, we can then use that money to fund other women, to support other women, yes. to donate to other women, to help other women. We need to build our own financial ecosystem because, quite frankly, the white male one isn't working for us. Yeah. So that's why I especially support women to do that. Love it. I absolutely love it. And the, the problem for me is that um, you're one of the few lone voices that is given the, um, given the airtime. There's, there's a lot of talented women out there that are saying these types of messages. And there are a lot of, obviously there are a lot of talented women in the workplace. But it's almost you're one of the few that is given that moment to, to say it how it is. And I think that's an absolute shame. I mean, how do you feel about uh, well, that? Well, actually, um, Paul, um, um, this is something that, again, I exhort other women to do. And I would direct your listeners to YouTube. Um, search uh, my name on YouTube. Um, search Neuer House, N-U-E-H-O-U-S-E, -E, which, which is the co-working space I'm making up on offices based yes. in. And search for the presentation I gave for them called Building Your Personal Brand. Because one of the things I talk about um, in, in there is that part of building your personal brand is putting your voice and your opinions out there. I recommend doing that on social media. And I recommend doing that in a way that is completely separate to what you consider your professional persona. Because um, one of the dynamics stifling other women's voices is their fear. And, and by the way, this fear is unfortunately um, a realistic one that you know, their, um, their bosses and their leadership will come down on them for articulating their own opinions. Um, and also um, the, um, their, um, their fear that you know, they don't think that they have anything worthwhile to say. They could not be more wrong. Um, the white men of our industry are out there talking loudly on social media every single bloody day. And so um, what I say to women is absolutely go on social media um, you know, create your own um, social media handles that are nothing to do with your workplace. Today, um, it's completely inappropriate um, for, for anybody 
to try and professionally stifle you because, you know, um, those, um, the, um, those sort of parameters no longer exist. And actually, if anything, especially in our industry, people should be thrilled that their employees are expressing interesting opinions and creating personal brands that will only, quite frankly, enhance successful brands. So absolutely, get on social media and put what you believe in out there. Absolutely, you know, um, use your voice because you will draw other people to you who absolutely want to hear and empathize with the things you say. And that's how you build a following. And then also within this presentation, I talk about how you then translate that into being interviewed for media pieces and writing op-eds and, you know, getting your opinions out there in a more formalized way. Um, hi, Cindy. It's Sam here. I, um, I'm listening to you because I, I well, I run um, an organisation that supports parity in the travel industry. Um, fully, fully um, respect what you're saying there. Uh, do you think, because I really feel that there's a big change going on and actually our voices are really, really getting heard and there's a big message that we need to teach is confidence and actually um stand up there and really get like um be be yourself and get on stage and sit sit at the table and be who you are because um the more we can promote confidence in women to stand up to the table um the better it is but do you do you think that there's uh there's a bit of a change going on especially over the last year two years Oh, um, yeah, no, no, absolutely. But um, I'd like to just bring a, a bit of a different lens to that, um, Sam, because I think it's very important that women and men alike um, understand the um, key point that my friend Thomas Hamara Pramuzic makes. And he made this key point, um, gosh, seven years ago in 2013, in a Harvard Business Review article that he wrote, which was called why do so many incompetent men become leaders? <laughs> it, is the, it, is, it is the single most read Harvard Business Review article of all time. And in it, Tomas says, you know, we, um, we focus a lot on all the barriers that are put in the way of brilliant women. But actually, the real problem is the lack of obstacles for incompetent men. Yes. And hmm. that is... And, and by, by the way, that article is so popular, Tomas turned it into a book, um, which you can buy on Amazon, which is called Why Do So Many Incompetent Men Become Leaders as well. <laughs> Such a great and time. when you buy that book, you will see my blurb that says this is the single most important um, business book of our time, and it mm-hmm. is. So I recommend to all your listeners that they read it. But, but the reason I'm bringing this up in the light of your question is because, you know, it's not so much, to be frank, that we should tell women to be more confident. We should be telling men to be a damn sight less confident. And so um, I, um, I want to message out there to women that if you can be whoever you are and you can be whatever it's comfortable to be, it's not about you need to emulate men in the way that they always put themselves forward and get out on stage. Yes, I absolutely want to see you do that. But, but do it in your own way. And quite frankly, at the same time, Men rain it bloody in. Yeah. <laughs> we know, do have yes, a tendency. Yes, shut up, Paul. Shut up, Paul. Again, you know, something else we hear a lot is, oh, you know, um, women need to change the way they speak to advance. Yeah. You know, women, stop saying sorry. Yeah. You know, stop saying just. Quite so frankly, the world will be massively improved 
if we, we let women speak exactly the way they want to, and, we, and men started saying sorry a damn sight more, yes. I'd like to hear men being far more apologetic. I'd like to hear men going, oh, you know, sorry, I just wanted to make that. Um, that, that would improve things a great deal more, and that would enable women to accelerate into leadership being the way they are, which is actually the way all leaders should be, which is, you know, patient, empathetic, listening more than they speak, yes. you know, yeah. not putting themselves forward when they don't have the skills to back it's it up, so et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Um, we actually sadly have, have to, run yeah, out of time. Absolutely have. gutted because I could speak to you for ages. For hours. And ages we're going to have to get. Free bar needs to give us another show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we can get you on again. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure, well, Cindy. You. I've not spoken to you for a long time and it's been too long. It's been great to speak to you. And thanks. And, and, and to you guys. Yeah. It's it, it really perked up my uh, Tuesday here in New York. So yeah. lovely oh. to talk to you and thanks for having me on the show. Thank you very much, Cindy. Okay. That's been brilliant. Cheers. Take care. Bye. Bye. Uh, so we have had, so let's just have a quick wrap up of who we've had. We've had, well, me. <laughs> me. Uh, you. <laughs> More importantly. <laughs> yeah. We've had uh, Natalie. N- Natalie uh, Musafia. I can always, I'm struggling with that name. We've had Mark Denton. We've had Dan Kelsall. And we've had Cindy Gallup. An absolute pleasure. Really enjoyed it. Everyone should email into Fubar and say, give Sam and Paul a regular show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we've loved it. Thank you, Fubar um, so, Radio, and so we, much. We got, what we got next? We've got a bit of Prodigy Firestyre. Let's finish oh. with that. <gasps> yeah! You've been listening to a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to fubarradio.com.